Hello and welcome to The Pulse. In this week's show, we look at a government plan to expand police powers to test for drug use. And what's in the future for Hong Kong's fortune-telling books in mainland China? Not much if the Chinese government has its way. First, though, last September, Chinese state media said that more than 400 million Chinese are unable to speak Putonghua, the national language, and large numbers in the rest of the country speak it badly. Pretty much every year, the government launches another push for linguistic unity. While officials admit they will probably never get the whole country to speak Putonghua, that doesn't stop them trying. And many people are concerned about the way these efforts are spreading to Hong Kong. Many of the leaders of the Chinese Revolution of 1911, including Sun Yat-sen, were from southern China. Cantonese was the primary language of many of them. Despite that, according to mainland scholars, the decision to make Putonghua the national language was finalized by the Pronunciation Unification Council set up in 1913. However, Cantonese has long been the dominant spoken language in Hong Kong and southern China. During the 1940s and 1950s, the territory's new immigrants escaping the communist revolution spoke a variety of dialects, including Putonghua, Shanghainese, Hakka, Chuchao, and Cantonese. The colonial government decided to use Cantonese as the common spoken language when communicating to local people. After the 1967 disturbances, the government introduced a policy that Cantonese and English would be the official spoken languages in primary and secondary schools. Radio stations began broadcasting in Cantonese and English only. According to current figures, around 90% of Hong Kong people are Cantonese speakers. Just before the Lunar New Year holidays, the Education and Manpower Bureau published an article on its language learning support page in which it said Cantonese is a dialect but not an officially used language in Hong Kong. The statement sparked a new wave of controversy and concern regarding Hong Kong's identity. It seems that is a stupid mistake and on the other day it was being corrected. Uh, and the whole page was being deleted and the Education Bureau uh, made an apology to the public. I think this shows that the Education Bureau found that it has no ground to make such an statement. Whether this stupid mistake reflects some kind of ideolo ideology to undermine Cantonese in the long, long run. <laughs> On social media and elsewhere on the internet, commentators have picked up on a clip of a program produced for the Education and Manpower Bureau that many view as the most unsubtle propaganda and which they worry points to a desire to denigrate Cantonese usage. It isn't only in Hong Kong that citizens feel impelled to defend Cantonese. In mid-2010, hundreds of demonstrators marched on the street 
to protest over Guangzhou TV, shifting its programs from Cantonese to Putonghua. The decision had been made in response to a written proposal from the Chinese People's Political Conference that Putonghua programs should be the mainstream. Guangzhou TV finally dropped the idea in the face of the opposition. For Hong Kongers, Cantonese, like the use of complex Chinese characters in writing, is more than a dialect or a language. It's also a symbol of self-identity. Academic and writer Xu Xi also believes that Cantonese has considerable historical value and should be preserved instead of dismissed. It's full of puns. It's, um, it's cheeky, it's naughty, it's not afraid of authority in its way. It's sort of defiant of authority. It's, it's, it's a little bit like the child who won't be obedient. And I think there is something about the human spirit in Cantonese that comes out in the language, very much so. Well, with us in the studio is Ben Aoyoung of the Chinese University of Hong Kong. In, in the um, film that we've just uh, been looking at, mm. it, we, we always talk about Cantonese as being a dialect, but mm. in fact, mm. many people argue that it's not a dialect, it's a language in its own right. Where, where do you stand on that? Uh, when we say Cantonese is a language, we say we just from the linguistic point of view, that is, all languages are equal. Le uh, Cantonese, Chiu-Chiu-Hua, uh, Shanghai-Hua are equal. Mm. But uh, uh, from the sake of convenience, when we want to distinguish these languages from the national language, Putonghua, we may say Cantonese uh, is a dialect, which is, no, uh, which is only just, just a convenient term for, 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 for us to, to, to say it. And uh, it's just based on the uh, geographical grounds. Right. But, I mean, mm. people in Hong Kong are very sensitive, yeah. I think it's mm. correct to say about Cantonese, perhaps so, increasingly so. What, why is that? And uh, because languages, for us, uh, especially our mother tongue, uh, is highly or closely related to our emotion. So if the government has said something about the language, blah, 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 and uh, our emotions will, will, will get high. And go back to the case of the Education Bureau, he said that it is an, it is an unofficial language. So when something is regarded as unofficial, our negative sense grows very rapidly. And now my language is regarded as unofficial. So this is uh, a, a, a wrong message for, with respect to the cases that uh, our chief, uh, uh, Mr. Learn used Cantonese as the language to, to the, the voice the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. the, the voice the, to, to, to do the uh, policy report. Mm. And we use language in a legislative council in the, uh, the debate, in the discussion. Uh. And uh, so if it is regarded is if it is regarded as unofficial, so how can we uh, explain this uh, phenomena? So are they are our, our top officials using an unofficial language to do their to do their job? Obviously, Hong Kong will integrate further into the mainland. Mm. Do you think that the the upshot of that will be the, the steady disappearance of Cantonese? Um, 
two candidates will be more will be by and large uh, affected by Putonghua, maybe uh, at the at the lexicon at, at the uh, word level. So I think we we not only we should not only conserve the language, but also we have to you know to vitalize our language from. But can Cantonese mm. is quite a dynamic language, isn't it? Quite dynamic in the sense we, we, we have a lot of uh, trendy expressions. For example, our 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 our, our, our what the, the previous uh, CEO Mr Mr Zhang used uh, uh, what uh, hair hair means uh, to have a leisure way to do something. So mm. this is quite 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 uh, iconic to 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 Cantonese. But I'm just wondering mm. if you look across the border at Guangdong Province, where mm. obviously the majority of people are Cantonese speakers, mm. do, do you think that shows that um, the language is under threat of, of disappearing? How should I put it? In because I have been to to to, to Cantonese last month and uh, visited their uh, Canton radio, and out of nine channels, they use seven channels to to use Cantonese to 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 to, to do the the media, and uh, I think. They uh, they protect or they conserve the language uh, in a, uh, out of more more strong awareness, and that's on the mainland. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, we're out of time, but thank you very much indeed. Okay. And we'll be back after the break. Welcome back. How far do we need to go to combat illicit drug use? The government recently ended a consultation on a proposed drug testing scheme that will give the police the power to spot test anyone they suspect to have taken drugs. If the test is positive, they would then be referred for treatment. Advocates say it will help, not harm drug users. Others are concerned it's an unnecessary expansion of police powers. Currently, the police can only demand a drugs test if drugs are found on the suspect. Under the rescue drug testing scheme proposed by the Action Committee Against Narcotics, in future, they'll be able to do so if drugs are found near the suspect or if the behavior of an individual suggests they may have been taken. Many are worried such ideas are arbitrary and circumstantial and can lead to abuses of power. As a former drug abuser, Carson's worried that under the proposed scheme, the police may have more leeway to abuse their powers. Help drug abusers quit drugs early. We believe that for some people, in the early stage of their substance abuse, they usually, uh, normally go to the entertainment venue, uh, parks or public areas, and by uh, implementing the rescue drug testing scheme, uh, we can identify them uh, as early as possible. According to the consultation paper, the number of drug abusers has dropped in recent years. 
It also said that most drug abusers take drugs in a home setting. So many are asking how increasing the power of police in a public place could help. What we ask for is that you use the existing power to do it. They have not yet even used this power. I ask the police how many cases they have brought to the, say, juvenile court for a care and protection order um, to address uh, any uh, those drug abuse problems. Uh, their court order okay, to, under this protection, to require these people, uh, a youth, uh, to subject to this test. Others argue that compulsory drug testing and treatment work as stronger motivating factors. One drug rehabilitation school recently did a survey of its students. We're not proposing that by implementing this scheme, we will solve all problems. We're not saying that. Uh, we're saying that by implementing this uh, scheme, at least we can save some more. We have a lot of experience. That is the crucial point, uh, because under the existing legislation, police can do nothing. It's like smoking and drinking. All people will be affected, but we would not go such, to such an extent uh, to give power to police to search for cigarettes, to search for body samples. 你說是否有一些系統去發現一些隱蔽出現其實真的不是社工去到社區裡去首先在社區裡建立一些關係用一些比較溫和的方法去接近阿肥、阿強那些人
將自己呢啲吸毒嘅資訊會盡量埋藏，基本上都未必需要行到嗰、那個誒、呃、驗毒計劃添。而我哋會睇到，其實個社會或者個政府仲有好多嘢做。Lunar New Year is a time when many people turn, whether seriously or in jest, to forms of fortune telling. But if an anti-superstition crackdown on the mainland has its way, the future will be less than bright for Hong Kong's prognosticators. As the year of the horse begins, fortune telling books are being snapped up by mainland tourists. The mainland Chinese government is determined to clamp down on the fortune telling and feng shui books following anti-superstition campaign ordered by President Xi Jinping. 近呢幾年嚟，唔單止係平民老百姓，而即使喺官場裏邊啊，嚇宣傳無神論嘅共產黨員咧，其實亦都有好多咧本身係幾信神信佛嘅。咁內地咧唔少嘅寺廟啊，佢自己本身開放俾人參觀嘅時候，其中有一部分嘅地方咧係封閉起嚟，只係俾官員或者一啲達官貴人咧係去誒拜神嘅。依家喺上邊嘅出版業咧。基本上佢哋都係以經濟收益或者經濟賺蝕咧為佢哋嘅出版主要對象。除咗一啲國家級嘅佢哋必然佢哋要出版之外咧，其實上邊嘅出版已經寬鬆好多嘅。佢哋由頭到尾咧都係為咗想賺錢嘅啫。而運程書咧係好好賣，係非常之好賣，好賣過你任何一個大嘅作家。A survey of about 1,000 senior officials by the Chinese Academy of Governance last year indicated that more than half of them believed in fortune telling, astrology, and face reading. Now, he's talking about fortune telling. It's the oldest 大家都忘記咗，就淨係要咗啲愛情啊、誒命運啊，或者佢嘅財運啊咁嘅一啲預測，就流行咗。依家咧，大家咧就俾人一個錯覺或者一個感覺咧，所有呢啲咁嘅運程嘅嘢咧，都係偏向迷信。我唔會覺得誒算命或者啲類嘅術數係一個全科學，一定唔係，佢一定唔係一個全科學，但係佢有佢嘅理據去支持佢點解我哋咁多年嚟都會用佢。Over the past three years, Mac has sold up to 300,000 of her fortune-telling books through a local agent on the mainland. She's been writing them for over 10 years, but the earlier copies sold on the mainland were all pirated copies. 三幾年前咧，就有一啲北京嘅大嘅出版社就話：，喂，你唔好即係，不如我哋正式式合作，我哋同你攞個書申請啊，睇出唔出到啦。如果得嘅，可以正式發行，當然最好啦。以前啲出嗰啲咧，都係呃我，就話誒攞書號，但係其實係一啲借書還魂嘅書號啊，書號啊，即係佢攞咗人哋個書號申請咗啦，佢就勾第二本書落去，就唔係正式攞批文嘅。誒，而家就好多翻版咯。
，因為我啱啱微博先收到，哎呀，你個我喺香港買呢個書咁貴，而家裡面咪廿八蚊本啫喎，同你個一模一樣嘅喎，咁就話會唔會你啲書喺內地印佢流咗出嚟啊？佢哋咁樣講，咁通常呢啲都係翻版嚟嘅，咁啊翻版賣廿八蚊都好貴㗎啦，通常以前翻版賣五蚊十蚊嘅啫嘛，佢而家賣廿八蚊都好啦，因為再早段時間即係直情翻版當正版賣，直情擺喺嗰啲大嘅便利店。Taking advantage of the ban, online stores based on the mainland have started to sell fortune-telling books from Hong Kong. However, while many are probably pirated copies, they are still increasing the reputation of Hong Kong's soothsayers among the mainland public. Now it's like it's a digital book. We've done an Apple Store electronic book. You can download it. You can download it. Many people have downloaded it. We're the first one. 喺香港第一位，喺國喺內地大約第三至第六離不開。And I'm afraid that's all we have time for in today's show. We'll see you at the same time next week. Until then, goodbye. <音樂>